to entertain you, we'll sing your songs. Hey there, are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. And welcome to another episode of Horror Movie Night. This week, we are watching a movie that Scott picked, that Kyle owned and digitized for us, and that I liked a third of. So, <laughs> we are here to talk about Girlfriend from Hell from 1989. So, Scott, yeah. why did you pick this bad boy? The cover? <laughs> all right. Good yeah. enough reason. All right. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> so, was this the first watch for all three of us? Yeah. yeah. For me. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Awesome. So I actually wrote down though that this movie made me feel weirdly nostalgic, almost like I had memories of watching as a kid, even though I clearly don't. We'll get into just, why. I think it's that opening credits song and the font oh my god, and everything the, just like so, I was like I've watched so great. I haven't watched this movie, but I've watched this movie. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? like, no, we'll, <laughs> there is a, dis, a specific distinct reason beyond the general nostalgic vibe of a cheesy horror comedy from 89 that we'll get to. This is broken into thirds, I would say. There's there's act one and act one- Which we'll call Happy Birthday Rocco. Yeah, it's getting everybody, <laughs> yeah. it's getting everybody to the birthday party. Not a fan of Act worst, One. The worst birthday yeah. party ever. For the worst this human, dude, so it's totally fine. I mean, fine. for the worst human. I, I don't but know, his got, girlfriend's pretty bad too. Yeah, I mean, they're all bad. Uh, I don't, like, act one, not into it. Act two would be Maggie becoming possessed. I love act two. 
I want act two to just be the whole movie. I was like so enjoying like where the humor actually kind of worked a little bit in act yeah. two. And then act three is where bounty hunter angel becomes the main character of the story. Uh, and I lost interest again. Yeah. Like it's because he's like, awful. He's, he's, truly horrendous and there's a scene towards the end of this movie he's telling the story of how he used to date the devil um, while they, he was, they weren't dating they were just they were having sexual they were having it they carnal were knowledge it. Car- Carly looks up during that scene and is like what's going on here yeah. like why are we in a different time period but like pretty still pretty close to uh, what's happening now what the <laughs> like craziest like 50 years the prior craziest thing in this movie in my mind is he's like, God called me and said he had a big meeting. So I left her a note. And then, guys, we sit for like two minutes and just watch him like slowly write a note, leave it on the bedside, like check his wallet. I loved that set piece, though. The set piece is great, but I'm like, what are we even doing here? Like, it's not even like it's a short movie where they're filling time. This is such a you could have cut this This movie early. Not to get to to 93 minutes. I was about to say, I really think that they were pushing the the back story so that they could hit that over 90-minute mark because it – so if the, the pace of the movie is fucking great, until mm-hmm. Chaser gets let out of the closet. Yeah. And yeah. and then yeah, it agreed. becomes inexcusably slow. And yes. it's like very painful to watch. And I at a certain point got so fed up with it that I stopped paying attention. I like was fucking around on my phone, which I rarely yeah. do with something it that became, I picked. <laughs> it became like oh my god. Like there's so here's something that's weird. Like Chaser is the inventor of the condom. And this is Which a is really a dumb, really dumb joke. It's a dumb joke, it's a forgettable joke, but for some reason it was so important that it's the first sentence of the IMDb plot summary. Yes. Now, <laughs> I think that that lends credence to the importance of it because I think that the the writer probably wrote the synopsis on IMDb <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. because the the creation of the condom was what got Chaser to go to purgatory instead of Hell, I guess. Yeah. Um, and that's why he's. This is the, the devil most. Hunter. This is the best, most Catholic thing ever. That that chaser lands in purgatory due to his invention, and it's like, <laughs> no, listen, okay. like it's really like a, it's really like a stalemate for Catholicism, <laughs> and I and I thought it was hysterical. He's going there with all I the unbaptized this babies. Was so funny. You know, yeah. I really, I didn't hate anything that that the girlfriend from hell was in, like. All yeah, those yeah. scenes were fine because she's doing an Elvira impression. She's, and she's having a blast. Yes. And like yeah, she, she I think I read that she like lost representation. No, that was or, Maggie. That was uh, the actual protagonist, her best friend. Well, no, Maggie's who gets possessed, I Maggie's, thought. The, yeah, Maggie's got possessed. Diane, Diane. Insane earrings, Diane, yeah. Diane's earrings were blowing my mind when she and Chaser were time hopping and they're in the ocean. They wash up in the ocean, and and, and she still has them on. I'm like, are, are they going to be missing? Are they gonna... Nope. 
They're magic. <laughs> dude, dude, this movie had a lot of funny bits of business. When Maggie um, first turns into Girlfriend from Hell and bring like um, talks to Homeboy in the bathroom and this whole, like, it is honestly peak physical comedy. Like, the head out of the toilet, the mouthwash, yeah. the dribble, oh, yeah. oh, the Goo Goo Gaga eyes. Yeah. I, I don't know. No, I, there's, don't, there's I know parts... we don't watch a lot of, like, horror comedies, but I laughed out loud, <laughs> surpri- to, like, actually a handful of times. No, I was like, this is crazy. There's parts in the middle <laughs> that absolutely work like yeah, maggie yeah. has brilliant comedic timing um so and i love that there are like more than one occasion where they break the fourth wall a little bit like like mm-hmm. the part yes. where she like literally says out loud like i guess it's the time where i have to kill them all that like she's like literally <laughs> just like walking us through the beats of the movie at that point i'm like that's so funny like that's yeah that works for me there are also moments in this movie where i'm like this was so cheap. This was such a poorly made movie. Oh, when they're so talking in the car, their S's are popping so hard in oh, every that's line not of dialogue. The worst. No, Matt. And if then, well, no, no, about- it's two things. It's like the S's, and like there's no pop filter on whatever mic they're using oh, for yeah. that car scene. So every time that they hit an S, it's like you hear that S. <laughs> And then they're talking, and it's fading into another scene with music, but the music is mixed too loud, so it's actually, like, running on top of the dialogue instead of, like, gently fading Fading in. The the subtitles reflect that, because there's a lot (laughs) of, like, inaudible. Uh, Shout out, just quick shout out to Culture Shock, uh, who put out this Blu-ray. Which is the reason why we were able to do it, because it is not streaming or rentable anywhere. Anywhere. No, no, no. And I I have I wish I I'm, I apologize. I will have to report back another episode, but there was a special feature that was an interview with the person who wrote Girlfriend from Hell the musical. What? Uh I can't find any yeah, more that information. Yeah, they played in 2011 in the uh in the West End. <laughs> yeah, so oh, okay. I didn't listen to it. So that is the most it, West so. End thing I think can think of too. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so it tracks. But I will report back. For okay, more on that. so but just it's a, it's a great disc uh, yeah. for those. No, who get and, interested and, in and this I movie. really appreciate Kyle taking the hit, and by taking the hit, I mean just giving in to his capitalism and buying a copy mm-hmm. of this, and then scanning Happy it to. in in and sending it along to us so that we could both enjoy it. Uh, all three of us could enjoy it. But the thing that I I I, I find hilarious is that Matt is upset by that car scene. That's mm. not the most egregious sound design issue in this film. Oh, the it's most- just it sets the tone for what you can expect throughout the rest of the movie because that's one of the first dialogue scenes. Very <laughs> well, yeah. But the thing is, is that when they're in the house, the ADR—I I don't think they ADR at all. When they're in the house, they have somehow treated the rooms a little bit better. But when they are in, except when they are in, they have this long, long argument. Chase and uh, Chaser and um. Tracy? Diane, Diane? Is that what you said? Diane. 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 Um, They have this long discussion when they get back, and then I guess. uh, Oh, it's it's after. Is it right after um, Chaser bashes Maggie over the head with a a vase and she falls out the window a second time? I I think that's when they're doing it. It literally sounds like they took a 1989 zoom recorder and they put it in the flo- on the floor in front of them and they're like yeah. do your dialogue and they, yeah. it's it's incredible i mean well, I, that's not the it's that's not the problem with this movie the problem with this movie is that they took what should have been an hour and 10 minutes the mm-hmm. are the, dis, the like the 
I think that the budget that they have, they could have made a great hour and a half movie if they would have kept it linear instead of trying to do this whole. Okay, so yeah. I'm so sorry, listeners. Let me because yeah, none it down of you have the ability deep. to watch this movie yeah, yeah. without so spending money. The so idea is that got- <laughs> Diane and Maggie are best friends. They've been best friends since elementary school. Maggie is a complete girl nerd. Never been on a date because she is not good in social situations. They she's like she's like emulating Urkel in a lot of yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. Like a version yeah, yeah. of Urkel is weird. Without without with the less social like yeah, with yeah. actually like less dry. She's got yeah, these so, glasses and this ponytail and these paint the, covered overalls. Yeah, those come off. <laughs> <laughs> we cut from the so they they it's there. She and this other nerdy guy are, um, whose dad is the fucking guy from um, uh, James Cairn. Uh, from Return of yeah, the Living Frank, Dead, right? It's Frank. Yeah, for, yeah, the yeah the warehouse manager. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, and he's he's like you know he's so he gets put your like tongue his, in her ear. His <laughs> great bit of business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but the, so then they go to this. They're they're getting set up at at this at Rocco's birthday party, and Rocco and his girlfriend are physically abusive to each other. But it's funny, so it's okay. Um, and then they're gonna <laughs> go out to dinner at this Italian restaurant. But when they're at the house. Um, Chaser, it, it cuts to Chaser in what we find out later is Purgatory, battling a paint, like a, 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 a film painting um, entity that he zaps and it flies in, down to Earth and it enters Maggie's body and she becomes this vamp. You know, she's like, she she gets hot and she does her makeup and she has fingernails now and like, nail, like you know, false nails and, and she teases her hair up and and you know she gets hot um she comes back downstairs and is like hot to trot let's go to dinner and then they almost run over some nuns with guns which is so funny and so weird it makes no sense also i think that my next pick chronologically has nuns with guns um i I, well this is they go to the dinner scene where i wrote down the quote that scott needs to use to kick off a song one of these oh yeah yeah i've written that too (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and this is where they meet Frida and Teddy. Yes, and the, the, they the, say oh, Teddy, who is fundamentalist Stuart Christians. from Mad TV, yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ! They go, "Hi, I'm Frida. I'm Teddy." And Maggie just goes, "I'm Satan." <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that that's is the opening the, to a song. That's not the opening <laughs> to the song. The opening to the song is. Um, that's the problem with him and that fan club he started. What's it called? Christianity? No sense of humor. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, that whole dinner scene is insane. Uh, funny, insane. They get back to the house, and this is but, where, but also, like... Also, she can now control people's actions, so she makes the nerd, Carl, yeah. fight guys in an alley. And the funniest thing about that isn't... The funniest thing about that scene isn't the scene. It's that when they were shooting that scene, Ricky Lake showed up to yeah. wish them well. Which yeah. is this no. movie is so oh, inexplicable. Yeah, it's so That's strange. Incredible. Um she also makes a lobster come to life. Uh oh, yeah. really recreates my favorite uh, moment from the, There's nuns uh there's <laughs> nuns named uh Bean Frank and Beans. Oh, I uh, loved the Sister the, Beans the, the and names. Sister Frank. Yeah. Yeah, I mean guys you are going to feel like it's deja vu in October when my next pick comes up. I, I I'm not even wait. sorry. I'm so excited. Dude. But then, yeah, we. The best part of this movie is literally they get home, they get back to Rocco's party, and this is where she just fucks the life 
force out of she every single guy. She must be sucking guy. the life out of him is one yeah. of the lines, which is, yeah. it's so good because I wish that they would have just maintained that it was only oral because it would have been such a funnier joke. But the right? the actual corpses I mean, look I mean, great. Like I'm like I love these gooey. corpses. Yeah, 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 they're they're like dried up and, and then, gooey simultaneously. It's it's awesome. And, and like, it's Chaser, not a very like, gory movie. Them, no, but it's, and, those are great. Did you yeah. see the part where uh, Chaser pokes the one corpse in the eyes because it has yeah. no eyes? It does like the 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 Three Stooges? Gag. I swear that wasn't scripted. I it actually think that that was like I was like it felt like pre-roll before they put the slate in, and he, it was actually Dana just playing with the eye, yeah. like the eye sockets. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I the other crazy swear. thing is that Chaser is Dana Ashbrook from fucking Twin Peaks. Yeah, <laughs> like, <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> Very important to disclose this. It's Dana Ashbrook from Twin Peaks. He has a whole ass trench coat gag that he carries through the last half of the movie, uh, which made me laugh every time and also inspired my drink choice today, which is simply beer. Because at one point in time, he pulls a can of beer, Oh, you know, the prop the white beer can beer. of beer yeah. that just beer, says beer. 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 Um, so I have simply beer, which is the closest thing I can get. And I have. I was going to go with tequila. But na, 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 na. No, Matthew. Well, I mean that does track <laughs> with the Elvira jokes already. Yeah. But so there's this one part where they get back to the house and um, Maggie rubs Teddy's crotch, and light shows up, and then he's like entranced, and his girlfriend. Um, is like grudgingly gives him a blow. No, no, no. It's before that. Back. She's oh. like he's um the the Diane's boyfriend um is like he walks up. And he's like here, drink this, and um she goes, what is it? he said? It's tequila. Uh, she said, no thanks. It's the devil's nectar, and he goes, oh, I thought it was tequila. That's also a great line for a song, um, but like a surf song. But then yeah, yes. um I so I was going to do tequila, but I have no desire to drink tequila um, straight. So instead I went with Great Lakes Ruby's Revenge, which is a great Ooh. fruit IPA that I've had before. It's a great um, can. It, oh, <laughs> it's, it's got, um, for, the, for the listeners who are not in the Patreon, uh, patreon.com backslash Podcast. Uh, if you want to watch us, uh, Ruby's Revenge has a um, an Audrey 2 on it. Yeah, it's like an Audrey 2 Deadly right. Spawn type deal. Um, so... I, I could have really lived without Frida having to begrudgingly give a blowjob yeah, to I was her possessed that it was just boyfriend. A hand job. I yeah, was no, really hoping that it was just once a hand her job. head started to move. I'm like, this is even worse. Like I did, I could really live a happy life if they just cut that whole scene out. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, we get the. Here's the thing that really I literally wrote: all lame, nobody died. Boo, uh, as my <laughs> last note because like. Chaser just like shows up and he's like, hey, how about you bring all those dead people back to life? And she's like, okay. And then just like all the guys are back. And I'm like, ah, man, like I, I, it's, it's a Scooby-Doo ending. It's a, it's borderline. It was all a dream type ending. Like, it's just like, I don't know. I hate a, I hate a horror film with no true consequences <laughs> to the end of them. Um, that's fair. Yeah, that's but it's a fair. horror comedy, so it actually works just fine for me. Just yeah, I maybe mean, if look, you want to reframe it, I guess I mm-hmm. should re reevaluate my opinion because man, do I love my boyfriend's back, and that has even more of an yeah, egregious like everybody's yeah. everybody's alive. That's fucking Wait, true. Also, guys, did you <laughs> Damn, just realize what right. happened? I was the most positive person on the show. Oh, stop showing off! Let's celebrate. <laughs> the closing credits has the best joke in the entire movie.
did you guys catch this? N- no, I don't think I so. didn't even watch. I I didn't watch the closing credits. I just shut the, it off. The movie fades to black. The credits start to roll, and it says "cast," and then in parentheses, oh. in order in the order that their agents demand it <laughs> is so <laughs> stupid and so funny to me. So great. No, it was good. It was a good bit of business. I um. I just wanted to lean back on how awful this is for Rocco. Um, this is his <laughs> he doesn't birthday. like balloons. This is his, this he doesn't like parties. Birdie, birthday. He, <laughs> he hates. I, mean, I know the, he's a shit. I know he's sliders. a shithead, but th- it's his party, right? Yeah. And he can cry if he wants to. And he can fucking cry if he wants to. <laughs> but they, these friends of his, set up a blind date on his birthday. Yeah. And then immediately leave those two, Diane and her, her boyfriend, leave. Um, the Maggie and awkward couple at the front door, then immediately interrupt him making out with his girlfriend. Um, there's just seahorses as decorations <laughs> everywhere with no explanation <laughs> as to why there's seahorses. Does not like balloons. And then as he gets seduced by our girlfriend from hell, um, there's a great piece where he gets walked into a wall. He does not walk himself into a wall, yeah. but uh, when Maggie throws a, a deadly glance at uh, Rocco's other girlfriend, he just walks into the wall, and I burst out laughing. And then he gets his soul sucked out. So it was not a great birthday for Rocco, even though he was cheering on his uh, his friend. But I just couldn't believe... And in this carpeted, this very thick carpeted living room that everything was being spilled in, and I just yeah. felt bad also, for don't the guy. Do, don't do like blind date meetups at parties on a birthday. On a That's birthday party, like what the fuck is that? Just well, like part of it was his problem too. It was his friend, yeah. so like he played into it. But I just, uh, you just shot yourself in the foot. It's yeah. a horrible birthday for you, dude. Every... And your name's Rocco. Yeah. Good fucking yeah, luck, yeah. brother. He's really the the cards are stacked against him. Now, what is Rocco short for? Anything? I think it's just the name. I, I think it Marcus? might be Rocco. Rocco? Ruckus. No. It's Ruckus. <laughs> um, Man, so, I'm naming my, if I have a child, I'm naming him Ruckus Kelly. Oh, my God. Just being like, Matt, just call him Rocco for get short. Fixed. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs. Hey there. Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com 
the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. Well, uh, one last thing I wanted to mention is that the reason I think that the this the subconscious reason why you specifically, Matt, felt so comforted by certain portions of what you are considering the second act, what I would consider the end of the first act, because I consider the second act to be when they are just flying around time, which is stupid. But um, <laughs> the house was actually a apparently a pretty popular. Filming oh, yeah. location. I've seen a, a certain Sorority. celebrity work out there a few times. Yes, Linnea Quigley's <laughs> horror workout oh, and Sorority <laughs> Babes yeah. in the Slime Ball Bolarama. Now I don't have a yeah. full list, obviously, but um, I am guessing that we have that 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 may be the most notorious HMN house. It's probably true. Oh, it's probably that. true. And Scott, maybe that house even showed up in one of our double features. So s- starting with you. What was your double feature? Well, uh, Pledge Night, because I think it was the same house. <laughs> wow. Good call. Is that, what, Good call. is that what your thought was, Matt? Uh, I mean, I think that it was anybody's guess. But yeah, Pledge House probably makes sense. It looks similar. Uh, Kyle, how about you? What's your double feature? Slumber Party Massacre 2. Ooh. Yeah. That would be yeah. a really, like really has, fun. And the, and like the, the music fun. is the same. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Go from the from music's the same. Is... You end up getting gorier, and like it's not. It's still comedic, but it ends up being slashery, and it just has has good vibes. Yep, good vibes across the board. And this, I this movie can match up with a lot of stuff. Well, it's like this is in, a good pairing, including uh, my pick. I went with the original Night of the Demons, uh, Halloween yeah. classic. Oh. Wow. Just, I think it captures a similar vibe. Very small, intimate gathering of eight strangers or eight friends in a house when someone gets possessed and bad shit happens. I also, um, I also thought Better Off Dead would be a fun one. Yeah. With this too. Like again, just like the quirkiness of the the it, comedy and the theme song, so wacky. <laughs> theme song. Yeah, it it checks a lot of boxes in a lot of ways. You said my boyfriend's back. I thought that too. I thought that was going to be your double feature. No, for no, sure. no. As soon as I said, I was like, ooh, that would have been a good one, also yeah. though. Um, well, as we've said in previous episodes, hey, writer strike still happening. So you know, we're not going to be talking about movies or TV shows, but we are free to talk about literally fucking anything else (laughs) clothes that you recommend um life experiences that you recommend or probably more logically music and books and video games so starting with scott what is something you want to recommend our audience dabble in this week so i um i don't ask a lot on this show um and now i'm going to be asking that listeners who are not hip to my youtube where i um post cover like mostly punko's 50s covers which i take um i i I, people that uh get the newsletter have heard all of these because i send them along monthly when i do them but um i just did another misfits cover um i did hollywood babylon i just released it today I'm at Scott Roger Music um, on on YouTube. So, I mean, I think I wanted console crash, and by that point, they had locked down the vanity URLs. But, yeah, I've done 
oh, uh, 13 or 14 songs um, in the Punkos 50s uh, playlist right now. I also have done some one-off um, metal covers of things. Uh, I have a lot of my um, NES music up there, uh, my NES covers, um, some of the stuff that I did for my horrors anthologies, um, and some of my uh, original horror soundtrack work is all up on there. Um, just I'm trying to push it a little bit more because I can't put the Punkos 50s on Bandcamp in any reliable way right now due to copyright issues um, because it's like really really difficult um, but YouTube seems to have that kind of built in um, mm-hmm. so that I don't have to worry about getting my stuff stricken down all they do is just demonetize which is fine because I don't even have my YouTube monetized so this isn't me asking for money this is literally just me asking for people to listen to the music that I re- record so yeah youtube.com um at scott roger music please cool 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 kyle how about you over there buddy well i I, I, because we're talking about stuff that we've been doing and i I, i'm really excited to listen to hollywood uh babylon after this those lyrics are filthy by the way yeah are they disgusting Ooh, can't wait (laughs) oh maybe i'll do it on air maybe i'll listen on air (laughs) (laughs) heavy breathe into the microphone (laughs) um Uh, I, uh, we, we at the, um, at the top of July, but also now I'm, I'm in the edit for what is now called ouchie, which I've talked to you on this podcast and on, and via ads, it was originally called the wound within, um, which felt too much like an evanescent song. So we've renamed it ouchie, um, <laughs> cause there's a little more, there's a little more levity. There's a little more comedy. There's a little more fun in the face of our content, but I'm in the edit for ouchie right now. And um, I'm just really excited to have another thing out there. Like, The Woodsman was so much fun. It was my foray back into narrative filmmaking, into short filmmaking. And um, Ouchie is is fucking awesome. Uh, I'm, like, so proud of our, our cast and our crew. And I would, again, thank you to all the listeners who had contributed uh and who gave a shit and even those who have just followed and checked out the pictures i posted a few pictures on instagram about um uh like behind the scenes stuff and uh there's some gross there's some real gross effects in there that are gonna be cool there's some there's some great stuff so uh i am doing that so even if i could be watching shit right now i'm not um it's (laughs) i'm i'm working i'm i'm a busy boy um, this, and the stuff that I do watch isn't affected by the writer strike because it's trash reality TV from the mid two thousands. So um, Spe- everything's okay. I'm going to use that <laughs> as a jumping point real quick. Uh, speaking yeah. of trash reality TV, if you go to my TikTok uh, Matt Kelly podcasts, you can find uh, a friend of the show Robert Bacon's uh, appearance yes. on the 2017 dating show Love Connection that I posted his uh, his intro video on my TikTok today. It was, I don't know the dude and I never talked to him, but it's so fucking funny. <laughs> and you guys speak so highly of him that I'm like, oh, this this tracks, this feels good. It's so, he sent me that the other day and I was like, this is the best. This is all I'm going to be obsessed about for the next 24 to 48 hours. <laughs> um, but that's not my actual thing I'm going to tell people to check out. Well, first of all, I'm going to recommend a podcast on the Geekscape Network because we've got so many good ones. Uh, so have you considered listening to a little show called Weird Algorithm? One of the three people on this show is on it, so you'd probably wow. like that about it. Uh, and then something that's <laughs> worth diving into, checking out, the album that made me a fan of music. 
the album that let me know that there was music outside of my parents' radio station. Uh, Green Day's Dookie is celebrating 30 years, and they just dropped. Oh my dropped, god, 30 years! They just <laughs> they just dropped an album on Spotify, and I think it's going to get released on vinyl and everything of just the album, but only the four track demos of every song on the album that they recorded when they were still at Lookout Records before they got signed, and it's like. It's almost like listening to children sing these songs. It's like, oh my god, the the change in everything production quality from like Kerplunk into Dookie is like so wild. So to hear like what Dookie could have almost been <laughs> if not for like major record label like coming in and being like, let us finance your album <laughs> is really wild. Thirty years old, close to the length of time that Girlfriend from Hell has been around, uh, which was re- was released just five years earlier. So, now so. that is the mind-blowing thing. That's the mind-blowing that thing. That's a weird reference point. Um, also, hey, we're going to be at RetroCon. Come visit us and say hello if you're in the Oaks, PA area. But if you're not going to be in the Oaks, PA area in two weeks, guess what? Great news. Tune in next week and... Listener submit it week starts next week. Month. So it's a it's a month. Yeah, it's, it's not a just month a week. Of, it's a month of this. We got four movies that you guys emailed us about. So when's RetroCon? Uh, the ninth and tenth. So okay, you still got gotcha. time to get your tickets. Come see Stan Bush sing the touch. Hell uh, yeah, dude! <laughs> with the Cybertronic Spree. Yes, with they Cybertronic dress up Spree. like Transformers. Yeah, wow. it's great. It's going to be a great time, and you should be there. Uh, but even if you're not going to be there, we'll still be here next week with the first episode of Listener Submitted. obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, 
or wherever else you may find your podcast. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.